it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by the ghost of Skeet Ulrich. You know, I mean, uh, hello and welcome to Horror Movie Talk. Uh, we have a great episode for you guys today. Um, your panel of expert hosts this week and every week are Dr. Bryce Hansen, who holds a PhD in spookology. That's him over there. A little out of focus. Oh, he's back. And, uh, and me, uh, Professor David Day. I'm the foremost expert in scare no-nos. Thank you. Uh, new theatrical releases get priority, and that is proof proof of that today. We will be reviewing Scream 6. That's right. Jason Takes Manhattan. I mean, uh, uh, Ghostface Ghost takes Manhattan. Yeah, Ghostface does. Ghostface takes Manhattan. Mm-hmm. No, you've never heard that joke before. <laughs> hey, you know, we're so thinking- original. I was thinking about it. YouTube's all like, hey, you can cuss again. Uh, And if it's in your intro, if it's in music, no problem. But I'm thinking they can't be allowing the words that we have in our intro. They just can't. (laughs) I mean, right? They don't they do not expect big honk and a tiny honk. They just don't. Well, uh, technically, the latter is just. Is just the correct terminology. Correct. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, well, vid- first, not a bad word. I don't think it's a bad word. I hope. I hope that we get edited with fart sounds. Um, that's what I hope. I really like because when it says big in the tiny, vid- I mostly just want to hear toots. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway. So anyway, uh, scream six. Uh, before we get into it, if you want to check us out, head over to our website, HorrorMovieTalk.com. From there, links to all the things. 
Uh, oh, wait, boy, we have a bunch of new uh, patrons that I gotta, I gotta pull up. Patreon. There it is. I gotta pull this up because we had a bunch of new people join uh, supporting <laughs> us, and I gotta thank them. Uh, we got a, we got a little bit of a backlog here. We got Joel L., we got Brian C., we got Eric N., Brandon M., Corey S., Victor G., and Renee K. Hey, thank you all you guys so much. And gals, probably, maybe. Don't know. I, I can't know we your gotta, pronouns. We got to ask for pronouns in our Patreon. I can't know your pronouns from this distance. Right. I'm too far away. Oh, look who it is. Oh, it's, preg it's pregnant Hayden uh, Panettiere. There she is. She's carrying Ghostface's baby. She's so pretty. She's glowing. Radiant. Um, yeah, uh, check us out on YouTube. YouTube, what's up? We post new episodes every single... Boy, I know we have this... I know we have this somewhere. I just don't know where it is. It is Wednesday, my dudes. We do post those every Wednesday. If you want to call us, uh, get a hold of us, let us know what you think of this movie and how wrong we are. Because we are, we get things wrong all the time. We are not infallible. We are extremely fallible. Yeah, uh, call possible. us at 682-253-4468. Start out by giving a brief review and our score for the movie. We score on a scale 1 to 10. You know how that works. 5 is just average. Uh, and then we get into spoilers. So, you know, if... You want to go see this in theaters? Uh, if if you're a big Ghostface fan, if you're a big Scream fan, probably you know give it a pause before we get into spoilers, or not because I <laughs> don't know that I can spoil this for you. Honestly, well, I, I mean just, the only thing really to spoil is is the killer. That's what is spoilable Bryce, in. Scream. I don't possess the ability to spoil this. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm kind of curious how. about that of whether you actually got to the part where it revealed who oh i did yeah no Ghostface i did was i did uh the, i get through i got through that part uh yeah you'll hear that story uh as we go uh later in this episode we will be doing a little bit of horror movie whores and then after this hopefully we'll record a bonus episode of that where we get to your voice calls cat you need to quiet down um wait we're so, doing it in both we're not yeah, just doing it as a separate episode I mean, there are so many. I figured oh, okay. we get five or six out of the way on this episode, and then and then get through the hour of calls uh, okay. on the bonus episode. Anywho, uh oh, I have a burp upcoming. Would it be better if there was a fart sound covering my burp? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, we went and saw Scream Six, and were impressed with this incredibly fresh new take. On an otherwise, on the otherwise stale state of slashers in 2023, you can go and watch this right now in theaters. I advise you to definitely do that, especially if you're a Scream fan. And everybody knows uh, Scream is like the coolest slasher franchise to be a fan of. Um, okay, so the synopsis for this movie goes a little something like this. A year after the events of Scream 2022, where the Woodsboro murders decimated the group of plucky, woke high school students, we find ourselves in college in New York City. In New York City? What? Yeah, no, don't don't eat that salsa. Um, <laughs> in a Ironically, starring Jenna Ortega. 
Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. What are you What are you trying to say? I mean, I prefer Jenna Pace Picante personally. Canceled. In a super <laughs> weird turn of fate, our young heroines Sam Carpenter, played by Melissa Barrera, and her sister Tara, played by uh, Jenna Pace Picante are being stalked by none other than Ghostface himself. As the fan group pulls together to try to figure out who the new killer might be, they also become suspicious of each other. As it turns out, this killer follows the rules of horror movie tropes and could easily be one of their closest friends, if these stab movies are to be believed, that is. Will the friends figure out who the new killer is? Will Ghostface say some quippy lines? Who will be stabbed? And who will come out on top? My review for Scream 6 goes like this. I just asked a bunch of cliffhanger questions at the end of my synopsis, and Scream is known for its meta takes and twists. Well, here's a meta twist for you. I don't give a shit at all who comes out on top. I stopped caring about Scream the moment the second movie started in 1997. It's always a slightly diminished crew of last year's protagonists looking at each other and figuring out what movie trope they're breaking that will get them killed if only ghostface would just hop off the screen and do me so i don't have to sit through another one of these cash grab installments is scream six bad no it's fine it's fan service but everything is fan service now fan service has replaced originality in favor of safety do you want safety? Is that what you really want? Yes. As it turns out, you do. Or at least that's what your wallet says when you go and pay to see the new Scream or Halloween Ends or the Purge 8 Unlimited Bulimia. Sometimes you just need some nostalgia, though, uh, in your life. You know, you need, you need it. And that is what this is. Uh, it's not going to blow you away or make you wish there were more Scream movies. It's going to pelt you with... Member berries. Member? Well, what's weird about it is it's not... I, I don't get the sense that, like, the Halloween um, and Scream movies of late are, like, 100% relying on their laurels and trying to just do fan service. I think they're also making a legitimate effort to bring in the younger crowd into mm-hmm. it. And that's always the hardest part of a franchise. Yeah, it's is... just groping around in the dark to do that, though, I feel Yeah, because, like. I mean, the original Scream was a cultural phenomenon, and that's not something that you can just recreate yeah. in a sequel. Right. Um, it's the antithesis of what a sequel is. Yeah, so I think, given that, the the meta nature of the Scream series, I think they did pretty well. Um, to, you know, round it out and comment on the franchise as a whole. Um, but yeah, it's 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 kind of like you can't really recapture, you know, that lightning in a bottle um, essence that was the first one. I will say and the other thing, the other thing that we've said before, I think on the last Scream, you know, reboot uh, episode was. Scream was so impactful because it was the first like real meta horror and every horror movie now is basically a ripoff of Scream to where everyone's commenting on 
Uh, don't separate. Oh, I'm the black guy. I'm going to get killed first. There's, I mean, there's a whole, um, I mean, like trailers are just, yeah, trailers are just people commenting about how they're in a horror movie right now. Yeah. And it's like, you know, maybe, uh, should roll it back and try to make it actually believable. Like people don't always assume they're in a horror movie in a horror movie. Mm. I don't know. It's a sticky situation that can really only be solved by making something new and interesting. Um, I will say that this version of Ghostface might be the strongest in my memory, even if my memory is for this kind of thing is pretty bad. Uh, he's wiry and powerful and frantically hateful. Uh, his acts of violence are gruesome and gross. Ew. I don't like it. And that's what I like. Uh, is things that I don't like. The reveal at the end of Scream 6 is a prime example of more is better syndrome. Can this be topped? Only if the killer in Scream 7 is the early 90s version of the monster truck named Bigfoot. (laughs) (laughs) It's revealed that that Ghostface is actually um, the Undertaker from WWE. Mm. Yeah, uh, as long as you don't expect much, Scream 6 is a movie. Uh, I score this... <laughs> I score this a 5 out of 10. This is a fine... This is a movie, you know? It is it is a studio, big-budget Hollywood movie that is a sequel, requel. A sequel to the requel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, People I'm are right. going to fucking hate that take, by the way. Uh, I hear it's you. Five out of ten. Yeah, I mean, I hear you. You liked it. I get it. I didn't. It was. It's not for. This is not for me. This is for you. Yeah. I mean, who's angry right now? Yeah, I. Uh, I'm. I'm right in line with you. I give it a five out of ten as well. It's. It is a movie. It's fine. Like I, I think it's suffering from again, like trying to recreate a core cast that you mm. care about and it's just can't kind of hard to can't. do yeah um i i do a- appreciate that they're like trying to move on from the original <laughs> cast and there's only like a couple got one finger holding on to that ledge just like <laughs> right courtney cox is like she's like i will not let go get get you see my face right now this is where the tears would be if I could cry, but I can't. <laughs> Botched facelift. Um, yeah, and they they finally like just like didn't bother with really including Sydney at all. Where it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, Sydney just called. What? You're okay? Oh, that's good. Oh, okay. Hang up. Um, so it's not so Sydney focused. Um, which is you know. Which is good. They have to. I mean, they're not gonna be able to rely on her forever. But um, yeah, it doesn't quite recapture it. It's okay. I think the the actual like attack scenes. There's a lot of really good set pieces, and I think the finale is pretty good. I think the ending is is pretty good. It's just really weighed down by really bad drama in the middle. Like it's just. A lot of filler that's not super compelling to me, where they're trying to set up like this weird 
dilemma of the main character. Maybe she's psychotic. It could be her. I don't know. Is she going to be a killer? And I'm just like, I don't, I don't care. Can we just get to stabbing? Can we, can we see some more stabbing, please? Like yeah. it's been, check my watch. Like it's been about 40 minutes since the last stabbing. Can we get, can we move on with this? So it, it kind of gets weighed down by the drama. That's just not actually that engaging, you know, and, and it takes itself a little too seriously and it's not quite goofy enough. Um, so I don't know. It's just all right for me, dog. Yeah. So you're giving it, you're giving it a five as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, you know, it's really, it's, it's interesting because like the first scream was notable, uh, because it came out with a new structure, you know, a new, fresh, interesting, right. Uh, bones for a horror movie. Uh, so interesting and new that it's, it's been done to death. You know, every fucking everybody has done it a million times. Like you said, uh-huh. you, every horror movie is this uh, now. Um, and now the thing that is weighing this series franchise down the most is the, the rigid adherence to this ridiculous <laughs> structure that you need to continue to perpetuate over and over and over, but make it bigger, more amazing. <clears throat> you know, like bigger monster trucks. They will crush cars. Bigger monster would this one does a flip, and it's like okay, well, uh, I su- like it was amazing to me when I was five, but now I don't care. That monster truck crushed my car. By the way, must I need a monster truck out here to crush my car? I think I think my head gasket on my Prius is blown, Bryce. This is a real scream moment. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to make a movie that scares the death, scares <laughs> David to death. <laughs> Head gasket problems. Yeah, just like it start having a car where its engine starts knocking. Oh shit! No, I got, I got a buddy out here who's a who's a diesel mechanic and just like, like knows his shit. You know, like mm-hmm. is intimately familiar with engines. And I sent him a thirty second video of what the engine is doing, and he goes, "You're completely fucked." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I was like, is there okay. any? He's like, Mm-mm, nope, there is no hope. You are fucked. I was like, well, guess what? We haven't sold the other car yet. I priced it too high. So am I really? Ha ha. He's like, yeah, you, you're not going to. That car's dead. Anyway, um, head gasket problems. The scream seven. Um, <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> no, you know, and 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 and. You know, I mean, it's just a matter of time uh, before they before the screen movies start becoming the stab movies. You know, the the movies parodied in Scream as Scream will yeah. just be titled Stab, and instead of the killer being unveiled as a person, it'll be a grabloid. You know, it'll uh-huh. be Tremors. You know, it's it'll be the another movie series has come into this movie series to come get it. You know, it'll be Jaws. Ow. Yeah. <laughs> a huge bite was taken out of this person. Yeah. yeah. You take off the, the ghost face mask and it's just another ghost face mask underneath. Whoa. Oh, no. And it just, it's it's just, a, a, what do they call them, the, those uh, Russian dolls? Yeah, Russian nesting doll. The nesting of dolls of, until you just keep until taking masks a, off. Just of a real and... tiny ghost face. Oh, no, it's a very small ghost <laughs> <laughs> it's not a big ghost face at all. 
<laughs> it right. was a small ghost face. Hey, guys. I want to say thank you so much for supporting the show um, with by listening to it, by clicking the Amazon link, by becoming patrons, by subscribing on YouTube. Whatever you do, if you're listening to me, thank you so much. We are bigger than we've ever been, um, and uh, and that's that's a big deal to to me and to Bryce. And we couldn't have done it without you. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. Uh, we really appreciate you um, listening, watching, reaching out, talking to us on social media. If you want to talk about something, hit us up. And to do that, you know, click all the links on our website. Uh, and if you're listening to these commercials. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Officials, you should know. You don't have to. I got you. I got you with, with thanks. Um, you can, uh, you can head on over to our Patreon where we give tons and tons of extra bonus content every single week. We got the Afterpod, we got early releases for the reviews, we got all, we got voting for which movie you want, all that kind of stuff. Check it out over there, patreon.com slash horrormovietalk. If you want to buy a shirt, we got a couple different kinds of shirts on our website, Team Bat versus Team Spear. We got our Logo T, we got to get some more T's on there. And a fucking bunch of stickers, holographic stickers, all kinds of stickers. Uh, that's at horrormovietalk.com slash shop. And finally, check out our resident artist, the old DG, the old dick giver, Dustin Goble. He's a professional artist who fucks real hard. He also takes commissions, your commissions, uh, for artwork from HMT fans. Contact him on Instagram at dgobel00 that's at d-g-o-e-b-e-l zero zero on instagram make your artistic dreams come true tell him we sent you he said some real nice stuff to me last night and i just i just like him he messaged me too because he was like i always say the nice things to dave and i just wanted to let you know you guys are great (laughs) i'm like oh thank you he said it that way yeah no way (laughs) yeah he's just like because you know what he said to me what they say so the I same thing. I always say to you. the nice things to Bryce. <laughs> he played us, that bastard. 
right. <laughs> he hasn't right. been saying nice things to either one of us. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> First time he's ever said something. Well, uh, thanks again for listening, and let's get into spoilers. Where do I do this even? Spoilers, Bryce. Spoilers. It wasn't Hayden Panettiere at all. It was Dot from A Bug's Life. <laughs> that was, I think, her first big role. That was a their Pixar oh. movie role. That was Hayden. There you go. Yeah. There Hayden Panettiere or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, she's one of these, like, um, these... Uh, it girls of the moment that just passed me by. It was like, oh man, Hayden Panettiere uh, is, is the hottest girl ever. I'm like, I have no idea who that is. Mm. She was like the it girl for a couple of years, and I just don't. Yeah. It's just like, okay. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what happens when you get old. You, just... you know who the it girl now is, though? Who? Jenna Ortega. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's because of that dance she did. Yeah. Right? Yep. On that tick-tick? On the tick-tick. Yeah. That's Wednesday Adams. Yeah. Yeah, she's over there. It's pretty thick. Yeah, it's pretty thick. No, wait. She's she's on uh, SNL tonight, actually. It's a little problematic that um, that these girls are so skinny, is it not? Is that really the thing we want to be promoting? I thought we were about body positivity, you know? Is she... Skinny. She's just tiny. She's like. I wonder if they say what her stats are. She's like are dot. On. Like dot. Oh man. Do we really want to promote? She's uh, got to be like five six or something like that. Do we really want to promote that anything is better than anything at all ever? Jenna Ortega. I'm gonna say. Height. I'm gonna say no. Five one. She's five feet one. Uh huh. And. That's very small. It's one of those things where, like, you can't even hide it on screen. Like, it's so obvious, like, how short she is compared to the other actors. Mm. Let me find this. Do you think Ghostface ever would be Dot from A Bug's Life? Um, maybe. Yeah, look at this. Look how tiny she is. Little, little they, they pull off the mask of Ghostface, and Dot's like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck your whole family." Ah! No, yeah. mm-hmm. all right. Well, I was I was like looking forward to like what if they unmask Ghostface and it was Jenna Ortega the whole time, and they just like they just kind of gloss over the fact that for the whole film it's been like a six feet two <laughs> character in all the sense like, it's like the Jason hand, uh-huh. yeah, like on the Friday the fir- the thirteenth the first one where it's I mean. Listen, spoilers. There's big spoilers for Friday the 13th, but it weren't Jason, the first one, you know. (laughs) It it, it were his mom. But Mm -hmm. nevertheless, halfway through the movie, you get this big man hand come in and be Mm -hmm. like, rah. That's not exactly the biggest hand, but um, you can ask my dick how big my hand is. Um. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I got to say, it's a real, like, detriment to self-esteem to have very large, meaty hands, you know. 
just because oh, it makes other other things look very small. Dude, this is what this is. I was thinking about this last night. I can't remember why. There was, I think we were watching some fucking show. Yeah, we were watching uh, Poker Face, and uh, and the first episode. Oh, by the way, fucking fabulous! Like, yeah, yeah, Adrian Brody. You forget how good he is. Like, he is good. <laughs> um. Anyway, he's a he's a guest actor in the first uh, in the first episode, and they're these long, like movie sized episodes. They're like an hour and a half. Anyway, yeah, I heard they're basically like a remake of Columbo with Natasha Leone or whatever. Yeah, name is. yeah, it's it's. It's it's like it's like Columbo mixed with uh, Tarantino a little bit. Um, anyway, uh, was watching that and there was a, a reference to uh, you know to dick pics, and uh, and I was and I, it occurred to me I have never taken a dick pic, and can you imagine a situation where your head is in a spot where you're like it's a good idea for me to take a picture of this thing. <laughs> Keep it going. What are you doing? You're killing my vibe.
So anyway, rule. Scream 6. <laughs> I think there's a new rule on Horror Movie Talk where if Adrian Brody's ever mentioned, <laughs> we have to play through the entire Brody Quest song and just stop the entire episode to do that. I was thinking as I was dancing to Adrian Brody and had Bug or Dot behind me from A Bug's Life. I was thinking, this is a horror movie review show. <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, what is what even is this? Uh, we're transcending. We're I meta. imagine there's going to be new f- people that are like brand new to horror movie talk that are like, oh, good. A commentary on Scream 6. I'm really curious how good it is. <laughs> uh, that was maybe the most fun I've ever had on horror movie talk. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. I just, it's just it's just good. People like when we have fun. Uh-huh. What the fuck is that? Like. <laughs> Okay, Adrian um, Brody, Adrian Brody. So, spoilers for Scream 6. It starts off with Samara weaving. Crazy, right? The new mm-hmm. Scream Queen uh, that we deemed her that back in 2019. We were like, this bitch is the new Scream Queen? Uh, when, uh, when she was in, uh, what's that, Ready or Not? Yeah. And she's great. Of course, it sticks to the, uh, the Scream. I don't should we just stop the episode? I feel like, th- how is it ever going to live up to that? That was like, that was the peak of the whole, we, we fucked up. We peaked 2023 way too early. March? Ugh. Yeah, so they have to stick to, you know, killing Drew Barrymore at the start. So instead they kill Samara Weaving. Uh, I remember that. Um, yeah. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. 
Uh, <laughs> I like how it creeps in. We're definitely playing out with that. I tell you what. Oh, my God. Adrian uh, Brody. Uh, yeah, they meet it. You know, she's meeting a student at the bar for some suspicious reading. Is this what is this what Zoomers do? They meet their teachers at the bar to fuck. Oh no, no, he's not a the, well. I yeah, don't think no, that's necessarily a new thing. Um, I gotta say, like I like the. It's a pretty strong opening. Um, like if there, if you can say one thing about Scream about the the uh, series, like they make it a point to make the openings really good. No, and, it was no, it was a great opening, as is evidenced by the fact that uh, it was one of the best openings ever in nineteen ninety six. Well, no, I'm talking about opening scenes, not the opening weekend. No, yeah, no, I'm saying the same thing. Is the f- exact same opening as nineteen ni- Scream nineteen ninety six? Um, me- just member berries. I mean, it's not exactly the same, but I mean, it's the same gimmick yeah. that you're answering the call, but it's not in someone's house. But <laughs> I mean, so it's yeah. it's a beautiful got- girl is being stalked by a killer answers her phone is baited out and then we never see her again she's arguably one of the biggest stars on the movie you know and she's killed immediately you know it's all that's all i'm yeah. saying yeah 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 yeah. anyways i i thought it was pretty good i mean the 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 double fake out of the opening is that the killers get killed like that's right. the that was the most impressive thing to me it was like oh it just turns around and it immediately kills the person that's revealed as the killer because you thought they were going to be like oh no this time we tell you exactly who the killer is and they're like <laughs> just kidding really see I, i'm just not into it enough to care you know i'm just sitting there like yeah okay now they're showing it to-. like it didn't even didn't even cross my mind that it was like a fake out i was just mm-hmm. like okay because i because you know you've seen all of them and they just keep doing this these i don't know it just feels like I'm just the wrong guy for this franchise. I'm just, I'm just all jaded about it. Look, here's, here's what I will say about the franchise. Like, Ghostface, he's a fucking hottie. Okay? <laughs> he's physically adept. David just wants someone to choke him. That's, that's what it comes down to. And he has that big honking knife. <laughs> You know, and he's man. He just <laughs> stabbing it so hard. He, Dude, just he does be not penetrated. He does not care about the tip of that knife at all. He, bashing it into the ground, like I just had my knives sharpened. <laughs> and I'm like, gotta be careful with that, buddy. He's like, he's a military great. It's like he doesn't. Yeah, care. he's the type of guy that chops an onion and then scrapes the the cutting edge over the board to scrape the the onions into the pan yeah he throws like, caution oof. to the wind yeah yeah and yeah, that's yeah. why he always loses you right. know don't up that knife but wouldn't he's it got be some... great if there was one scream where the where Ghostface was just really dumb where it was just the guy from human centipede 2 just really inept at being Ghostface, even though he's obsessed with him it's like oh i'm scary it's like bill we know it's you I, okay. Stop it, or I'm going to call the police. That's a great idea, but I'm I'm a little taken aback by your comparison to the guy from Human Centipede Two. I mean, the he- guy from Human Centipede Two is effective, but he's it's also like 
it's it's almost like he he lucks out too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, because yeah, he's, he's obviously very dumb and very like inept, and somehow makes it work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, actually, it's interesting that you mention Human Centipede too because <laughs> that's one of the biggest modern takes on this meta commentary thing which is the guy in human centipede 2 literally watched human centipede 1 and is obsessed with the first movie and therefore goes to recreate the human centipede in his flat you know it's like wow yeah i mean that's just evidence like you could you could literally throw a movie out of your mouth uh, and get a comparison to the scream franchise that's how fucked out it is well i mean one of the one of the movies that's coming up is um the blackening have you seen that or i I actually reached out to us to see if we with the studio that we've had i had some emails with the studio for that what's that about? but they have it has a pretty great trailer but it's it's basically like scream for black people like it's it's all the uh the horror tropes with an all-black cast Mm. um tyler perry's scream (laughs) well let's not be insulting but Uh (laughs) but uh it's very much like such a good deal on that he made it so cheap for me i couldn't say no (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to be in that tube with those demons <laughs> you want to talk about meta takes there we uh, go we're going meta on this episode but yeah i mean every year there's like a scream ripoff in in terms of meta horror and like there's only a couple that have been meta horror and have done it uniquely and that's like you know tucker and dale or weirdly Cabin enough, in the woods ready or not ready or not you know with uh samara weaving who got stabbed God, she's got she's got that Australian accent. <laughs> well, no, is ready or not? How is how is that meta? I mean, that was felt like its own thing. I'm gonna be honest with you, Bryce. I don't know what that word means. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to connect dots here. I'm just an old millennial. Fumbling well, like, my way through a movie theater, finding a seat, sitting down, acting like I know what's going on, but really, I don't have any idea. Well, anything that breaks the fourth wall and like winks at itself, or it, the genre, or the tropes of the... You just have a blank look on your face. Let's... Maybe we should move on. Okay. Yeah, so... <laughs> This is what's in David's head right now as he's thinking about it. Okay, um, so, <laughs> so yeah, the killer of Samara Weaving uh, has maybe the grossest dialogue that I can recall um, in this series where he's like, you know, I stabbed her and she just started, at some point she just stopped feeling like a human and started feeling like meat. And that's actually a lane uh, in in the Scream franchise that I can appreciate uh, for how gross and depraved it can get because the things he says are just vile. Uh-huh. Um, you know, as a horror movie review show, we don't 
we don't dwell on these really gross things because we see it so much we kind of get it we kind of get it out of our heads that it's like you know it's, it stops uh, affecting us so much because we're all the way we are but it was really gross the things he he said um and i'm very glad that he promptly got got killed and mm-hmm. that you're right i think that was a good way it, it felt like a good start to the movie um and then you get to see Wednesday Adams in there, and you're like, "Do the dance," but <laughs> she, she just won't do the dance. And then that's where the movie really starts to uh, starts to peter off a little bit because they just keep showing her, and she keeps talking, and everybody else keeps talking, and there's no stabbing. And then, and then, man, you're two hours in. Um. So I don't know what it, what. It, what it, I mean, they. I think they did a good job of cast. Um, yeah, I think. Uh, I think so. Um, I mean, again, I think the opening was really strong, and I think it was even kind of a, a wink to the Halloween reboot franchise, where they're like, "No, we're gonna have the creepy, worn down, and cracked mask in this one because, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. homage." Um, I wish they would have commented on that <laughs> directly. So yeah. like, oh, he's got what is this guy? Michael Myers or something? Halloween uh, twenty eighteen over here. Yeah. Um Yeah, the cast the cast is fine. Um you know, it has like kind of the similar tropes and and uh and you know, it has the device throughout the movie is like trying to guess who the killer is from the obvious clues or the obvious like tropey choices. And so stuff like the the roommate that was, you know, very sex positive. I was like, oh, she's the killer, obviously, you know. Yeah, and then they Cuz anytime her. they make someone seem cool. Her. Yeah, and then they killed her. And they're like, well, can't be her. Yeah. And uh spoilers. Mm-hmm. It it was. <laughs> but it wasn't just her. And then she uh she worked with a partner Bryce. Yeah, and then Dylan McDermott came and he was um like obviously sounded exactly like the voice on the phone i was like well he's got to be the killer oh dylan mc yeah 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 well yeah he sounded exactly um like like the voice on the phone uh yeah i i noted that as well was that i that wasn't him though was it that wasn't dylan mcdermott um no sorry it was dermot mulrooney (laughs) are you serious is that yes i'm serious I was like, not intentionally got his name wrong. There's a great SNL skit from like the 2000s with a, or I think it had Bill Hader in it. It was like, had like a, it was a game show mm-hmm. and it had three of the, the black cast as the contestants. And it says, you have to determine whether this is a picture of Dylan McDermott or Dermot Mulrooney. <laughs> it's one of the fun. We'll we'll find it for the afterpod, but it's oh, it's pretty hilarious. Look the same. Um. Yeah. There was there a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a, a little Easter egg in there. Um. There was a a poster in Jason. You know the first killer's uh, apartment that was a last podcast on the left poster. I was like, Jesus Christ, whose dick do I got to suck to get our poster up on his wall? Fucking last podcast on the left over here coming in. You want to tell tell him about the, the text you sent me last night? What was it? Of the uh, the stalker attack. 
<laughs> I mean, it's very, it's very tragic. Okay, so as... in Washington State, um, which is the state that Bryce and I live in. <gasps> Don't tell him that. I mean, oh! <laughs> there was a podcast host and her husband who were shot and killed by a stalker. And, I mean, like, look. Props. If you... If your podcast is good enough, wait. Don't bring oh, no. this down on us. Look, all I'm saying is, in the in any article I'm looking at, it this bitch died for her podcast, and they won't even drop the name to help the ratings. I can't find the name of the fucking podcast. Right? Like, that's so absolutely like that is that is putting dirt, no respect on her name, like. I know. I Could mean, you share the fucking podcast name? I know she had an untimely death. Had an untimely death, but I mean, come on, let's help their charitable. Yeah, like, I mean, I guess she's not survived by anyone. <laughs> it's not like that. Is, is, the ratings are going to help necessarily. Well, that's the thing. There, she's survived by her podcast. That's where you should have sympathy. Dude, for. it's so that's so so fucking creepy. Yeah. Um, but you know, how did how did that? Sorry to derail the podcast. Mm. No, this is meta. How did that affect you personally? It was upsetting. Did you, like, did you have uh, a step back moment where you're like, hmm. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, how about you? Uh, no. Like, I don't think, I don't read that and say, like, well, that could happen to me any more than, like, I think about that already. Of Like, yeah, there's a... There's a chance that there will be a crazy person that is a huge fan of our show and reaches out to us and starts going crazy. Um, I have the benefit of not having a vagina, so that's like a huge, huge win in terms of being stalked um, and murdered. But, you know, there's always a chance. Run, boy! Run! Run for your life! Boy, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm gonna tell you, man. Uh, you're making, you know, I mean, you're making some sense. Maybe we should stop the podcast. No, we have to go on for our stalkers. I mean, really, that's what would bring down the most harm to us is if we have a stalker and then stop. Now, then they would have to try to come and get us. Oh, you're making me worried. Um, yeah, I don't know. I will say, okay, so back to back to the movie. Um, this there's a moment in the start where Ghostface gets a hold of a sawed-off shotgun, and I was like, "This is why? Are, this is the movie? <laughs> this is the fuck? This is the coolest shit I've ever seen!" Like suddenly it turned into the town with Ben Affleck. And I'm like, right. God damn, this is the fucking cool. Like that moment where Ghostface has guns. I'm like, yes, this is the obvious, like meld scream with an, a, a, a true action movie. Like, oh, man, just yeah. Go like a uh, scream seven uh, sniper ops. Just I'm telling <laughs> just you, have Ghostface have a sniper, have a 50 caliber from, you know, 150 yards away. I, calls you on the phone. He shoots like, knives out of it. 
And just, oh. they, just, they just eviscerate people from a distance. That yeah. could be the tagline. Evisceration from 150 yards. <laughs> uh. the, I'm, I swear to God, it is not a bad concept. I would fucking watch a movie where Ghostface walks around with a fucking sawed-off shotgun <laughs> and is just Terminator. You know, like, I'd be like, yeah, this is an awesome movie. Like, as soon as I saw that, there was something that happened in my brain where I was like, oh, oh. Like, I was very interested suddenly. And I was Yeah, it'd just, be great if, like, Ghostface was, like, just looked down the shotgun and it's like, oh, this is way better. Why this didn't is I way, use this? way, way easier. So much better. And the people like it, you know? Yeah. Like he like looks at the screen and does a little Deadpool aside, and he's like, "Hell yeah," you know, like that'd be great. Um, oh man, Ghosty with the yeah. gun. I'm telling you, Ghost Ghostface with a sniper rifle would be the most terrifying thing. It's like because you know he's watching you, and you know he's around, but you're safe until he appears. You know, mm-hmm. even if he ambushes you. But if he's watching you with a sniper scope. Then you're always in danger, David. Yeah, there's just always just laser pointers on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 uh. That I mean, it's it's weird. Where do you go with Scream? And I was like, what if the next what if the next movie is like, there's actually like a baker's dozen of Ghostface. I know that's why it's I just said every it's be everyone a... every single person in the cast and side character and like hobo on the street is actually Ghostface and it's just the protagonist that's not. You're like, oh shit! Yeah, it's <laughs> that's why I said it's just got to be a grabloid next time, right? You know, it's got maybe it should be Jason. Like, w- w- right. wouldn't that be meta? Like, <laughs> why would why would you make it another character? Take off me? take off the Ghostface mask. It's just Michael Myers underneath. Right? Oh fuck. Oh, no, this is much worse. <laughs> I didn't realize the whole time that I was actually running from a killer that's another killer. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, maybe you should be an alligator. I don't know. You know, make it make it interesting. Uh, okay, look, I don't. I really don't know what else to say about this movie. Yeah, I mean, uh, so the thing to say about this movie, like, it makes a commentary on itself being part of a franchise and right. like the rules of being in a franchise of being bigger and better and 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 whatnot and i wish that they had adhered that adhered to that um more like the fast and furious franchise versus slasher movies where it just i wish it just eventually melds into the most ridiculous yeah um thing yeah that's not even reflects none of the original yeah, like where you're like, oh yeah, remember uh, Ludacris? How he owned a garage, yeah, and and had a couple of mechanics. I'm getting uh, excited. Tweak some racers, yeah, and then you skip a couple movies, and now he's hacking into the CIA. Yeah, no, no, like like Ghost- no commentary in in the middle of how that actually happened. It's just like, no, this is what it is now. Like Ghostface's, uh, <laughs> like uh, like his costume is now is now like. Um, <clears throat> is like apple is like apple fleck uh painted you know it's it's got uh-huh. it's like it's got sparkles in it and it's got like speed stripes and it's got like neon <laughs> lights coming out the bottom of it <laughs> Ghost you know? face with and he's spinner. got a he's got a v6 he's got a v6 <laughs> coming out of his bag 
<laughs> and he jumps and he's through. Like, vroom, vroom. <laughs> and he's got monster truck wheels, and he's actually Bigfoot from 1992. <laughs> and he jumps jumps across skyscrapers to attack. <laughs> <laughs> and he's actually in the Matrix. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he's Neo. Um, it's just like, yeah, I don't. I. What are you gonna do? Um, I mean, I think they they try in a, in terms of like being a little more like having the drama and the psychological aspect <laughs> and of like having it uncertain of whether the main character uh, uh, Samantha be like you know borderline schizophrenic, mm-hmm. where they're trying to like have the meta commentary or like reflect what the successful horror genre of today is which is which skews more towards psychological thriller you know and uncertainty and you know character studies things but they just don't go all in it's like just such a minor um plot point where it doesn't actually come to affect anything at all and that's the it's, that's the same way they treat it in the last movie too where it's like well, she's hallucinating uh, poor man's Johnny Depp all the time, so maybe she's the killer? Um, yeah. Uh, I don't want to go into this anymore. Let's let's move on. Let's let's have more stabbings. It's just like, what's the point? Yeah. Is the point that eventually she's going to be the killer and then we'll surprise no one? I don't know. I don't know what the what the the point of that is. Um, listen, hey, listen, by the way, just just quick, uh, just aside. Look, if you love this movie, I love that. And I, I, have nothing against, I have nothing against that. I will admit that this movie is just not for me. Uh, and, it, you know, that's okay. I like other stuff. If it's all like right. It, it's, a, it's a five out of... I don't know why you're worried. Five out of ten is I'm a movie. I'm not worried. I'm not worried. I just want to get ahead of people who come come at you and go... Um, but I liked it. And it's like, great. I'm happy for you. I am. I'm just saying. Don't care. Um, so are, are the Scream fans at, like super defensive? I mean, they're no Halloween fans. Well, they'll find experience. you in your city, stalk you and kill you. Um, that's what that's I mean. I will say this. Um, the whole time we got we would get so Skeet Ulrich Ulrich would uh, appear in Samantha's uh, uh, lucid dreams. Uh, and you're like, whoa, it's Johnny Depp. Oh, yeah. No. Well, it's, no, was that, no, so, it's not. I, no, it was, it was worse than that. I was like, whoa, it's a computer generated Skeet Ulrich. But I think it was just him. Skeet Ulrich looks like a computer generated Skeet Ulrich. <laughs> I'm not joking. Didn't he look computer generated to you? Or did I, he look like I a person? think they might have added some de-aging to him like there's something that seemed off um not enough wrinkles but like it was definitely him like you could tell it was him but i think they did a little de-aging no if you, you can look always at his picture now real life pictures of him eerie like i mean i know courtney cox wishes she had some of that skeet ulrich dna because i don't know you'll that... have to show me an example do you, do you have a link no it's, I'm just surfing through his IMDb. He looks really good. He looks great. Um, he looks like, uh, you know. Here's him from 2017. He looks mean, fucking fabulous. Look at that guy. No, he does look He does look good. 
I mean, he looks better than Don- Johnny Depp. Let's be let's be real here. Yeah, but I think like the the wrinkled brow. I think they took that out. Like there there. I think there is a little bit of de aging. I don't know, but I will say, um, you know, I've given Courtney Cox. I've ribbed her a little bit in the past, and I want to apologize for that. That's just that's me being jealous. You know, I'm sure she doesn't care, but if she does. I just want to say I'm sorry, Courtney. You look beautiful, and that, and you know what? That's not the most important part about you, and I don't think uh, it's fair to bring that up all the time because you're all all these surgeries you've had. Um, there was a moment in this in the call tracing when they were tracing the call, and it just felt like that. It, I can't get this move this scene from Jurassic Park out of my head where it's. It's a Unix system. I know this. Um, right. It was a very Unix system. Well, I love how it's still a trope in, in movies where it's like, oh, we got to get the trace. And in this movie, they're trying to like go against that of like, no, I only need like 14 seconds. Yeah. And as if like, <laughs> that's just a that's just a trope in movies. I can actually figure it out within seconds. It's like, no, that's also false. You can know that immediately. Like there's no waiting time for call tracing. You know, it's like. Everyone has a find my friends, you know? It's not like, <laughs> like, the, uh, sorry to say, but um, technology companies are tracking you all the time, and your location data is, like, sent over the information. So if you're a cop, I don't think there's such a thing as call tracing. Mm. Like, keep him on the line. Oh, no, he hung up with one second to spare. We have no idea where he is. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, the, the cell phone tower that you're connected to, and usually, especially if you're in New York City, there's multiple. So, right. the, you de- and the GPS tracker in your phone on right. top of that. Uh, using these four points, these four data points, we are able to know exactly where you are um, at all times. Anyway, uh, that was a kind of interesting moment. Um, well, anyway, you know what? It turns out to be uh, it's three people. It's three people. It's the unassuming guy who they assumed it was. Mm-hmm. It's his dad, uh, played by that fellow that you were not Dylan McDermott. The other Dermot one. Mulrooney. Dermot Mulrooney, and uh, and their sex positive daughter, his sex positive daughter, the uh, strawberry blonde, mm-hmm. um, who I lovingly refer to as the strawberry blonde. Right, and uh, they're angry. At the Carpenter sisters um, for killing uh, their other son slash brother in Scream 2022. Three people. Can you believe it? Yeah. Um, It's really, it hits hard. It's pretty thick. So, it was them the whole time. And they would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for you kids and their stupid dog. Um, I don't know how this. I mean, it was it was oh, it was a pretty good reveal. Like I'm not gonna lie, like it they, um, did a pretty good job of misdirecting with a lot of it. Yeah, especially with the with the girl. Yeah, when Um, when you learn that the rules are completely out the window, you can kill a character and still have them be alive. Well, then anything's on the table. It truly could be a shark. (laughs) Yeah. 
A Jawsome shark. <laughs> a street shark. It's Jawsome. If you guys haven't checked out our shorts over on YouTube or Tick Tick, uh, they're pretty pretty fun. I think. Um, yeah. So I mean, I, I gotta say, like, it begins strong, it ends strong. Um, it's just the middle part that's does not have enough you know um set pieces like there's there's huge um blank spaces just right from right at the beginning to i don't know it felt like halfway nothing really yeah. happened between the opening scene and and halfway um i i was falling asleep <laughs> during Oof. the movie and Oof. i saw it at like i went to the 12:40 p.m. showing it was like in the middle of the afternoon. He and says I was that like, to impress you, but if you know old millennials, you know that. <laughs> you know that's nap time. You know. Hey, <laughs> that's the time when he's actually most likely to fall asleep, anyway. Uh, yeah. So again, like I don't know if even by the end of this movie we're we're super on board with the with the new cast of like, oh, these are the four people that we're going to care about for the next couple movies, like. I don't know. Yeah. You could also just change them out with faceless people, you know? I don't know. Do, I don't know. Does we... Samantha seem like a super compelling protagonist, or does it feel like... To me, it feels kind of tacked on. Of I'm like, the wrong guy. This is the thing. Is This is this movie is not for me. You need to ask somebody who's like, this is a 9 out of 10. I loved it. Because that's the person who you got to, like, you got to impress. And I think I think I think actually they did a really good job. Like in terms of playing to the people who want to see this, I think I think they're on the right track. This is a better. This is given Scream twenty twenty two and twenty twenty three. This is teeing up for a much better reboot than the Halloween series got. You know, uh, I think it's more promising anyway. Um, a re reboot. A re 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 re. A reboot. <laughs> um, uh, hey, do you want to pull up the voicemail line so we can get some of these calls going? And then I will intro our next bit. Uh, so, yeah, our final recommendation. Mine is, like, if you're a big fan of the Scream series, I think this is kind of a hole-in-one. If you're not, you could probably skip it. It is a slasher. Um, but it's a... It's a pretty good uh, modern slasher, so yeah, you know, check it out if if that sounds like a thing for you. Um, now we were we are going to be getting into our bit for the show horror movie. Yeah, horror movie whores. This is a little bit, whoa, hey. This is a little bit where we play your voicemails that you leave us. If you call us at 682-253-4468. And I think we're going all the way back to January 30th, maybe? Okay, Um, so we're starting for the oldest ones on this one? Yeah, well, actually, no, that's a good point. That's a good point, Bryce. We should, yeah, you should start at the newest. And go and do five or six. Five. Okay. Yeah. So one, two, three, four, five. Okay. Actually, let me start from February 27th. Okay. 
And we'll do six. You do you, boo. All right, here we go. Power Movie Talk. Hey, boys, it's Joey Z. Mike giving you guys a call, telling you guys the show is fantastic. Still loving it. Don't change a goddamn thing. It's amazing. I will say that I have seen Jeepers Creepers Creepers 4, a.k.a. Jeepers Creepers Reborn, and it is so bad. So bad that I'd rather get a root canal before the invention of Novocaine than sit through that movie twice. Oof. Anyways, just trying to give you guys a heads up. Uh, I do have two questions. First one's for David Day. David, do you still talk to Babyface Billy? And the second question is for Bryce. Since you guys are actually located in Canada, have you guys uh, stumbled across like a movie set during the filming ever? Or possibly like an extra in the background? Mm-hmm. So anyway, just wondering. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Um, yeah, so Jersey Mike made a very understandable mistake. Um, well, you answer you answer yours and I'll answer mine. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, first of all, sorry to hear about Jeepers Creepers. I have heard this. I think that's Reborn. Uh, I have heard that uh, that slasher, that slasher reboot, not so great. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I've heard some people say some bad things about that Jeepers Creepers. Um, uh, his question was, do I still talk to Babyface Billy? Yeah, my other show, Hotline and Advice Podcast, is now defunct. It is no longer going because uh, y'all wouldn't listen to it. So we had to we had to stop. Um, but uh, I actually just talked to Babyface Billy a couple days ago. He was very upset that he wasn't nominated for best guest in our talkies episode. And I said, but Billy, you weren't in any of the shows in 2022. And he to which he said, uh, fuck you. And I should have been I should have won. <laughs> And I said, but you won the previous year. And he's, he was very upset about it. Right. Um, so, yeah, I still talk to him. And uh, he's one of my favorite people. I like him a lot. I got to say, like, yeah, the, the Hotlines show didn't end up being super successful. But I saw on Patreon that we actually got a listener to Horror Movie Talk from Hotlines. Yeah. Which is the craziest thing in the world to me. I mean, not not crazy, like well, thank you. I can't no, understand a, how that nice would happen. It's a nice thing for you to say. That's it just seems very. Um, uh, you'd assume that it would go the other way, you know. No, so you thank would. you for having hotlines to bringing in more listeners to horror movie talk, David. No, yeah, absolutely, and um, no. In terms of being an enjoyable show to make, that was one of the funnest experience year and a half of my life. Just. The, the calls we would get and the letters we would get were absolutely insane. Insane yeah. people. Like, just like, I fucked my brother's dog. What do I do? And it's like, ah! <laughs> like, yeah. what are you talking about? So, yeah, crazy, crazy show. But uh, not in, not anymore. Yeah. And in answer to your question, yes, we do live in Vancouver, Washington, which is in Canada. And they're constantly filming. Like, I can't, I can't walk out of my door without tripping over a movie set. And in fact... In the 90s, um, um, Jillian Anderson was filming X-Files all the time here and actually stayed at my house for a while, and, and we uh, had a romance. Um, but I don't you know, want to kiss and tell about that. Yeah, no, actually, it was interesting. I, uh, the other, I, you might have seen this. Uh, I, the other 
I was listening to a song by a band called Softkill. They're kind of like a loving homage to Joy Division. Uh, <laughs> they're new, and they're they're out of Portland. And uh, the music video for their song "Pretty Face" yeah uh, was all shot in Vancouver. Like, and when I started watching it, it's just sh- it's just shots up. It's just shots at the tips of trees, the tops mm. of trees, and I was like. I know those trees, you know, I was like, what the fuck? Like, I was just sitting there like, what is, ha- what's happening? How, what, 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 and I but would, and I backed it up and replayed it real slow. And I caught the name of a street that I'm very familiar with. And I was like, fucking no way. And, uh, yeah. So I was interested in that huh. moment for me. So they're from Portland and they, they shot the video like six hours away in Vancouver, Washington. Yep. Okay, next caller. Hey, it's Robert the Farter. Um, So I was just listening to your As Above, So Below review, and Bryce, you said you were talking about Mandy, and you said that it was, like, the only movie that had a chainsaw duel, but you're forgetting about Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, which actually has one of the coolest chainsaw battles in it. I... I think, and uh, but the main reason I wanted to call was because so I was thinking about some old shows that traumatized me as a kid, and I was thinking mostly about Are You Afraid of the Dark? Mm. I'm guessing you guys grew up with that or have at least seen it. Yeah, yeah. I'm younger than when that uh, came out, but as a kid, my dad showed me all of the things he watched as a kid, so like He-Man, Inspector Gadget, stuff like that. So just older stuff. But I was just wondering if you guys uh, remembered any uh, Are You Afraid of the Darks? Or if you remember any other TV shows you watched as a kid that had one episode that just that just messed you up. Because everybody has one. So just let me know. And I was, and also, if it, uh, if it was just as traumatizing to you as it was to me, especially uh, this one episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark called The Tale of the Laughing in the Dark which uh, is about this kid who wants to prove that he's brave, so he goes into a fun house and takes this clown animatronic's nose and has to bring it back to these other kids, and the clown comes to life. And it, like, really, really affected me. So, anyways, just if you have any of those, thanks. It's Robert the Carter. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I I grew up with Are You Afraid of the Dark? I think I... I don't know. So, here's the thing. Are You Afraid of the Dark um, was on Nick at Night, um, an important series of of, uh, cartoons and shows. Have you watched that Hulu doc about Nickelodeon? No. Oh, man. (laughs) You want some member berries, buddy. (laughs) It's a fucking spectacular doc, but yeah, Are You Afraid of the Dark was was played. I mean, Nick at Night was kind of um, a precursor for Adult Swim. Like, oh yeah, it's it was kind of on the edge. Like, it had Ren and Stimpy. It had like a couple weird cartoons, and then it had Are You Afraid of the Dark. Are You Afraid of the Dark occupies the same space in my mind as Ghost as a uh, Goosebumps, where it's like, yeah, I really wanted to like it, and the setup is 
is setting up to be like something very good and then the ending is always just the most eye-rolling thing even as a kid i was like seriously and i think deep down i just always wanted the kids to be slain in a horrible horrible murder (laughs) right yeah and it's always like oh and it's actually the clown's very nice he just wanted to give the guy a hug they just wanted to scare normal kids they weren't suspecting your deep-seated hatred right yeah i was like looking up from dissecting squirrels and i was like oh this is actually kind of scary and then it ended i'm like oh yeah, I wanted Alicia, to see his entrails, and it's just, you know, whatever. Alicia Cuthbert got her uh, start in uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. You'll know her from, uh, you know, House of Wax and uh, Love Actually. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, got her start over there. Yeah, yeah I, I think the ones that were traumatizing for me actually were, like, the actual horror ones or, like, on, on other shows that I didn't expect, like, a scary episode to be on. So, like... I mean, I watched it around the same time, um, and that was actually pretty scary. And then, like, I think we've mentioned before my love of Quantum Leap, and there was an episode of Quantum Leap that was really scary. Mm -hmm. That stuck with me. Yeah, um, I mean, Nickelodeon, yeah, this is why this documentary on Hulu is so interesting, is because Nickelodeon really, with no budget, (laughs) you know, like, revitalized, like, first of all, like back in the early 80s built kids programming like uh-huh. really fucking actually paid attention to kids on tv with no budget and just like a guess that this was something that could work and then right. and then like kind of birthed commercialization of peddling toys to kids you know right like it's an impressive thing that they did and then they were the underdog the entire time like entire time and uh, just had really impressive uh, leadership and uh, re- really commendable goals. And, uh, yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a great network. Well, I remember growing up, there was two cable channels for kids. There was, like, Disney mm-hmm. and Nickelodeon. Yeah. And Well, Disney didn't have Di- one until, until, they realized, until they saw Nickelodeon doing it, I think. I, I might be wrong. But no, was... I think the Disney Channel was around for a while, but it was always more family friendly. It was all like, "Oh, it's for the family. It's old family Miller. entertainment." And Nickelodeon was like, literally, like, you know what kids like? Fart jokes and slime. Well, it it goes even <laughs> earlier than that. It's like eighty one, two, three, something like that. You know, was when it kind of got its start. But mm. yeah, no, you're you're right. Um, they were competing on a different level and thinking about something that no one really else was. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, next call. Hey, Bryce and David. This is Victor from Oklahoma calling you once again. Uh, so I'm looking to start a podcast with a friend of mine. I was just wondering if you guys had any any recommendations, like equipment to use or like how, how you guys record your show or just any, like, tips for some beginners like ourselves starting out. Anything would be greatly appreciated uh, you guys are some sexy bastards, so I'll catch you later. Well, yeah, I'll tell you what. All, you know what? I, I all, think get we the should fuck out of here, guy. You think you're gonna come come in here compete with the big dog? Is that what you think? You're dead David wrong. Turning in, David turning into Daniel Plainview. We're gonna fucking crush you. <laughs> all right. You're making the mistake of going from a listener to a competitor. Yeah. And you want advice on how to compete, buddy? I'm going to make it my business to see that your whole family goes down. All right? No. 
No, I hope you do well. Um, and uh, and my advice would just be to do it. Just, just start doing it. You know, come up with a good uh, plan uh, that you would want to listen to, and then, then um, do it. Fail. I don't know. Yeah, Bryce in is, terms Bryce of equipment, is opinionated in, in this, but I, I really think I think you should just do it. Go, Bryce. Well, he's asking about specific like equipment recommendations. Like, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm more of the equipment guy for for the podcast, and I'll tell you like. There's any number of ways you can do it. The most important thing is having a mic per person. Um, and yeah, depending on whether you're doing it in person or remotely will determine like what you need. But um, I'll say the thing that's worked for us, I have a mixer. Um, it allows you to play a lot of different sounds and do stuff simultaneously in a more live way. And it has its issues too. And But for the most part, I like having a mixer i used the model 12 task m model 12 um which was kind of a necessity when we were recording live in person um but it's more of a nice to have what you really need is just a an audio um interface so something maybe like a like a uh scarlet focus right kind of thing but i i like there, there's two options you can either do just an audio interface um that just allows you to plug in a mic to the computer or you can do a mixer, um, which does the same thing a lot of the time, depending on the features, but you can also route back audio from your computer or insert audio from different things. But, um, it really depends on your budget. Um, maybe, you know, there's send, a... send us a, send us a message on, on Instagram or something. And I'll, I'll respond to you with more detail, but yeah, you know, we then... should probably just include like a, uh, Amazon affiliate links for the equipment that we use. Like that's, that's always like a curiosity for yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, that's a good point. And then also, like, there's a the possibility. So we use a uh, we use a, uh, a long distance uh, browser based recording software called Riverside, um, and we like it a lot. And there's there might be a way for us to uh, to you might get a deal if we can recommend it to you or something like that. I don't know if Riverside has something like that, but we'll look into it. And in yeah. We'll, yeah. So hit us up if you want to, if look, a lot of people have made podcasts uh, who listen to the show and we'd like to support them and make sure that they can, they can continue to, uh, you know, yeah. to, to try and make it because it's fun. So, yeah, I'll tell you what, here's the thing. Um, I'll tell you what not to worry and what to worry about. Like what you got to figure out first is what you want to do. Like, what audio do you want to play, when, and how, and how much you want to do in post-production, and that will determine what equipment you have. And then I'll just say, like, common pitfall. Um, it really, to me, in my opinion, it does not matter how expensive your mic is. Like, you can use a pretty cheap mic, and it's going to sound pretty good depending no, on your, your mic technique. Yeah, some people use the little inline mics with their headphones, and it sounds pretty good. Yeah. So, I mean... There's things you don't have to spend a ton of money, but you there's like a certain threshold to where you want to. I mean, honestly, you should be spending a couple hundred bucks on equipment. Yeah, you could do it for 200, 250 bucks and be very good. So, yeah. next call. Hey guys, it's Elizabeth. Um, just calling because I had a question for y'all. Um, somebody asked a really interesting question on Reddit the other day. Mm. What do you think is the best? saga in terms of horror movies like what 
what saga has the best movies where in terms of they're all solid movies if that makes sense Jaws. so uh for example like the evil dead series i think every single movie is a solid movie not one of them is bad even the first one i think it's amazing and i'm just curious to see what your answer is to that question i also think the final destination movies are pretty solid they're all pretty much the same but they're still solid movies even if they are those goofy bad movies they're still pretty enjoyable but yeah, just want to see what you guys say. All right, bye. Love Elizabeth. I haven't heard from her in a little bit. <clears throat> yeah, what do you think? Um, I mean, it's it's weird. It depends on, like, what you are looking for. Because if you're looking for, like, a setup that is reusable infinitely, hmm. yeah, I mean, you can go Final Destination or Saw. It's, it's like, it's just a, a reiteration of... of you know the same thing and it's just a bunch of set pieces that you can string together um in terms of like movie movies that are stand on their own um or can be like maintain your interest outside of the gimmick um it gets a little harder um um i don't know i don't think i can really identify many horror sagas that i've seen all of them Mm. um all the ones that i've seen a lot of entries on like seem to have hugely varying quality um i get the sense that maybe child's play would be a really strong contender for that um and i think like nightmare on elm street you would think would be a strong contender but it's not (laughs) Yeah. Like I think their their movies are trail off really bad. Um so I don't know. I don't feel like very confident in the answer that I can give there. I think I just prefer one off movies to be honest. For me it's pretty easy. Um you know, depending on I mean, so Alien, first of all, I really like I went back and watched Alien Three even the other day. I was like, uh-huh. Yeah, this is I like this. You know, I I just dig it. I just dig the lore. I dig the, I dig the concept. And then also, I don't know if you count it as horror, but I really, really enjoy the Predator movies. Uh, so aliens and predators, not aliens versus predators. Those are excluded. Uh, so that's my answer. Next. Um, oh. let me. I'm just looking at horror franchises. Well, think about it while we play this next call. Yeah, well, you'll have to wait because I'm the one playing it, aren't I? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think Evil Dead, I think that's the easiest one to point to. Evil Dead's probably, of the ones that I've seen multiple of, like that seems like the strongest or st- st- straight ahead like this has the same quality as the original pretty consistently. Yeah. All right, moving on. Sorry. Yes, this is Sam from Indianapolis. Uh, I just wanted to call because I'm listening to your talkies. And I got to say, you guys really fucked up. Um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer is a great movie. Uh, you guys are just kind of dick sometimes. <laughs> it's okay, though. Uh, my pick for best movie of the year is Barbarian. All right, talk to you guys later. Bye-bye. Yeah, someone, who was it on, on Instagram that was saying, like, she was bummed that we scored Buffy so low. I got to say, like, I really wanted to like Buffy a lot. Yeah, 
Go back and, and watch like, Buffy. It has a huge, like, nostalgia piece of my heart. Um, if Go you turn off that it, nostalgia though, and watch it, it's it's not as great as you remember. Um, it's very charming. It's got a great cast. It's fun, but it's not great. It's just like not it. good. Yeah, just go it's got a it. lot of good moments in it, but it's watch not it like. And see if you say the same thing. I just don't yeah. think you will. Yeah, it was uh, Isla on Instagram. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's all it's, it's you know it's hey it's fun. Yeah, it's got it's got a lot of hotties in it. Right. I really like that. It's not yeah like Luke right. Perry, Paul Rubin. <laughs> Ooh, e, ah, oh. All right, last caller last call. for today. Who we got? Hey, good evening, boys. It's Dick Mancrease. Hope you both are doing well. Yo, uh, I was listening to the talkies, catching up on that. Um, great show, as always. So, Silence of the Lambs, I thought it was pretty crazy, was one of only three films to have won all five major awards for, like, uh, Best Actor, Best Supporting Actor, um, Best screenplay, best picture, and then whatever else the other one was. Well, I don't really give a shit about the uh, award shows, man. I'm I mostly just care about the one that matters, you know, the talkies. Anyway, love you, boys. Take care. Did Bye. you catch what he was I talking about? I didn't catch about? what movie he was on. Here, let's see if we can catch it. Show, as always. So, Silence of the Lambs, I thought it was pretty Silence. Oh, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Silence of the Lambs was one of, like, it's the exception that proves the rule, right? Yeah. Like horror movies don't win awards. Yeah. What do you mean? Well, Silence of the Lambs is the only one. <laughs> right. So yeah. No, good point. Uh, I love Dick Mancrease. Thanks for calling in. Uh, I love I love the auto transcription. Rachel, as hey, always. Hey, good evening, boys. This is Dick Man, Chris. Chris. <laughs> He's catching up on that. Rachel, as always. <laughs> catching up on that. Great show, as always. He's catching up on that, Rachel, as always. Yeah. So it's not going... Yeah, let's just read this whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Hey, good evening, boys. This is Dickman, Chris. Hope you both are doing well. Yo, I was listening to talk. He's <laughs> catching up on that, Rachel, as always. So it's not going to land. I thought it was pretty crazy as one of the three films to have won all five major awards for, like, Best Actor, That Supporting Actor, That Screenplay, Best Picture. Bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah um yeah google translate i mean you know they're 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 in this this uh i gotta say you know they're in the uh the the runnings for this ai you know f mm -hmm. you know ai race with chat gpt and you know bing which is the fucking bing which is actually losing its mind like some weird twisted version of the show reboot from the 90s um but but Google Translate can't even handle Dick Mancrease, who mm -hmm. doesn't seem to have any accent at all. Um, even if you're from someplace that doesn't speak English, he has no accent. Mm -hmm. So, anyway. All right. Well, that's uh, Horror Movie Horrors. We'll see you on the flippity-floppity. We're going to record a separate episode for the, the rest of the voicemails. Yeah. yeah. Um, should you? I think we should uh, Adrian Brody it out, you know? We should just oh. leave on on that note. I okay. If ever if he's ever mentioned again, we need to 
Go Why don't you get our start saying the outro stuff? And all oh the, yeah, yeah. Know. So yeah, thank you for listening. We appreciate you. Uh, thanks for supporting the show. It is a free show, and we do have a lot of uh, bills to pay. So any any support that you can send our way, we sure do appreciate. And Dot from a Bug's Life uh, appreciates it too. Um, so yeah, you know, click through that Amazon link. Support us on Patreon. Call us at six eight two two five three four four six eight. We love you. Have a great week, and remember, Adrian Brody.